Hey people, and welcome to another fine episode of Who's That Anime? With your host, Steve, and co-host, Colin. Or Supreme Host. You decide. Co-host Supreme. Co-host Supreme. Uh, as always, we're back talking about some anime. Eventually. At some point. There'll be some talk yeah. of anime within this. Uh, episode yeah, at some thank point. you. Yeah, you will will uh, sort of uh, have a bit of a rant and then sort of pepper the conversation that we're having with the actual reason we do this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Since we are ammo, ten tends to be how it works. Yeah. Uh, um, so as always, it's uh, times you've joined us in what episode. So this is us <laughs> going to be on episode seven of season five, continuing to talk about Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. And on this episode, we learned something today about Cowboy Bebop. I learned two things about Cowboy Bebop today. Okay. I don't oh. know. I don't know if other people have learned this. But anyway, um, so apparently the, the writer... Of some of the episodes, or the main writer for Cowboy Bebop, that passed away just at the start of December. I uh, saw that. Oh yeah, I saw that because you mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, uh, that uh, that sucks to yeah. get lost to cancer. As yeah. Well. Yeah, it's always the the worst way to go. The big C. Uh, Kiko no Umoto. I don't know how Japanese. Uh, I probably just completely uh, insulted her family. <laughs> Keiko Nobumoto. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you got it. You got it. Hey, yeah, you nailed it. Excellent. Um, that that uh, that sucks. Yeah, it's that's not good news. Um, seems like it, like you say it happened at the beginning. It seems to have happened on the first of December, but it, the news is only really coming out now. Yeah, yeah. So, maybe it's. Possibly just they kept it quiet and then have it's yeah. just been released as publicly announced now. So yeah, she's uh she's done she worked in Cowboy Bebop, Wolf Rain, Samurai Champlo, Space Dandy. Yeah. and the Netflix show or at least I'm gonna call it Netflix, it was that's how I watched it, and it was claimed to be a Netflix original. Uh Carol Carol on Tuesday. I thought that Space Dandy was a Netflix one too. No, I came in 2014. Before they really started that, I think. Maybe it was. I don't know. They, they, like I say, they got Shaman King on there saying it's a Netflix original. That came out in 2000. Yeah. Very true. It's Very just, true. It just means that the Fair enough, money... it doesn't say It doesn't say original. It does not say original on it. So yeah, you're, you're, yeah. you're not wrong. Uh, and also some films, Tokyo Godfathers, which is a discussion that we're been having today. We we, we can. <clears throat> oh my god! I yeah. I should also preface that my uh my voice is totally fucked at the moment, so uh, I will apologize now. But uh, yeah, as 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 uh Colin said, the weirdly, uh, I think the topic of Tokyo Godfathers had come up before as a potential thing to talk about, and. Uh, Weirdly enough, 
after the news of that hit. The conversation then turned on, maybe we should do a Tokyo Godfathers episode. And it's like, oh, and she wrote that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think we're going to, rather than um, run right over Christmas with uh, Cowboy Bebop, um, we'll uh, hopefully have a little little bit of a Christmas palate cleanser and uh, talk about Tokyo Godfathers. Which will be pretty good, I think. Yeah. I've never seen it. I've heard good things. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I think I might have rained out because, what was it? When did it come out? 2003? Yeah. Could've 2003. Yeah, yeah. Could have rented out of video store like Blockbusters. <laughs> that could have been it. Yeah, you could have got that from a Blockbuster. Alright. <clears throat> Funny story about Blockbuster is I oh, don't God. think I had a Blockbuster card. I had a Ritz card. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I remember Ritz. Uh, and only after so long of having a race card, they complained because it was in my mum's name. Like, I've been writing videos <laughs> in this car for like the past decade, and they're like, no, I can't accept that now. You need to get your own card. It's like, what? Man. Man. That's ridiculous. I was like... Uh, we, had, uh, we had Global Video, where I'm from. Oh, yeah. So. We had those here, too. I'm pretty sure a few of them were a front for drugs, but uh, yeah, <laughs> no, there were like four of them at one point in a town of fifty-five thousand. There's like no ab, no need, <laughs> like absolutely no need. Yeah, well, it hasn't worked in oh in the one in the ferry. Breaking, breaking news, uh, for for us, uh-huh. Colin. Uh, well, breaking within the last four hours. Uh, it looks like we can book our boosters. Oh, no, I, I got a letter through the last week. I can book my booster because I'm over oh. 40. Well, I can I can now do the same. I can just go online and book a book an appointment now. Nice. I booked one for tomorrow night. Just today. I am probably going to get mine done this week then, if I can. And just get this over with. I'd really prefer to have it over Christmas. So yeah, I'll. Uh, there's a lots of space. Like I say, I've literally logged on to the website to do it in Scotland, uh, and they had slots for, well, from tomorrow, <laughs> all the way through, and I booked one in for <laughs> six o'clock or something in Dundee. Nice. So yeah, I might uh, may just try and get that done as well then. Yeah. But yeah, sorry, we were talking about video stores. The other thing was, is I used to I used to rent uh videos from my local library. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Uh, I don't think my local library did videos. It was a small branch where the one in the town did, and my mom was a librarian. And she worked there for a bit, so I what I rented the. Uh, the yellow submarine from there. Oh, oh. Uh, I just used to uh, go go to the library at the end of the the week, at the end of a school week, um, and go and rent the cheapest, schlockiest horror movies in their collection. Um, I fucking watched them all. Like <laughs> it was uh, 
50 pence for a week's rental. 50p for a week's rental? Wow, that was cheap. Yep. It was awesome. So you could take up to six six videos. So I always rented six horror movies every Friday. uh, And I would uh, watch them inevitably over the weekend. (laughs) And then take them back the next week and pick up the next six. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And how are you not a homicidal mass murdering killer? Well, I mean, the most important thing is that you don't know I'm not. That is true. That is true. <laughs> don't admit that. As the, the famous <laughs> joke would suggest about the <clears throat> about the, the hitchhiker getting picked up and mm. saying, I'm really surprised that you you chose to pick me up. How do you how do you know that I'm not a serial killer? To which the driver responds, Well, I thought the odds of both of us being serial killers would be pretty low. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Classic. So what was the other thing you learned? Oh, the other thing I learned is the live action show has been cancelled. Yeah. Yeah. The, so I mean, that that was inevitable though, right? Like, that was going to happen. Well, you know, it could have worked out for another season. I don't know. I haven't watched it all, so I don't know how much of the story actually goes through. Yeah, because I mean, I'm not going to watch it until I finish the the anime. Yeah, because so. I mean, essentially, this anime is just one season, and it all is over. Well, especially now. Um, but yeah. I mean, it got released back in 1998, 98, 98, 99. That's now 2021. <laughs> yeah, it seems unlikely that they're going to, you know, do more. I think it's, it's, it's tough. Like, I I heard a lot of people very unhappy with it, and I, I can get that. Like, I think it's really difficult to convert something in that way. I think it's probably easier to just <clears throat> to take the spirit of something and and do your own thing with it because it's going to be far enough away uh, that people can't draw direct comparison to be annoyed about it. Um, but it'll also play to the strengths of the medium you're trying to create it for. And I often think that that's the problem with a lot of these sort of live action like Death Note and fucking Full Metal Alchemist, they're all dog shit. Mm. It's like absolute dog shit. Yeah, the only way I kind of liked was uh, Battle Angel, yeah, the movie. That that was good, but that was like lovingly crafted over you know, <laughs> over, well over a decade, and uh, like you know, a, a really decent budget, people who really understood the source material. Yeah, you know, not not to say that these people didn't understand the source material. I don't think that's probably fair, but I think like Battle Angel is is one of those things where because that was like a, what was it James Cameron and and Rodriguez? Yeah, Rodriguez, I think was one that wanted it. Yeah, because James Cameron has been wanting to make that since the mid nineties. Yeah, is it James Cameron? Or whenever the when. James Cameron was the original. He's the producer on it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, I 
Yeah, the the he uh where are we? Uh, it was directed by Robert Rodriguez, produced by James Cameron, and written by so on and so forth. Uh, Battle Angel Alita, an early 90s Japanese cyberpunk manga series written by Yukito Kishiro, was originally brought to James Cameron's attention by filmmaker Guillermo del Toro, and Cameron immediately became enamored with the concept. So, like, that was in the early... That was that was pretty early on. So, uh, yeah. In, in, in June 2000, uh, James Cameron's film company registered the domain name battleangelalita.com. Oh, God. So there was, like, there was, yeah. like, a good, you know, nearly two decades of this right. is a thing we should make. Yeah. I mean... I ended up what oh, last weekend I watched a, a documentary about the Titanic and stuff and it was about how things were getting rotted away by like uh, the what rusticles are calling them basically yeah. the, the rust on Titanic is pouring into like icicles and it's eating away everything slowly but surely shit but then it's a steel ship underneath like so many like feet of uh, a salty water fathoms. <laughs> yeah, true. It's going to get true. clean away. Anyway, uh, and then he was on it, and I was like, "What? Him? What was he doing on it?" Well, James Cameron. James, James Cameron direct. He directed it. Well, he directed, he directed Titanic. He directed the movie. And was, yeah, but he, yeah, like he he's super into that. Oh, he was. Like, he was weird. It was like he like actually got actual footage of going across the deck and stuff. And he had like two uh, subs filming along, and it's so, like yeah, there's scenes when there was like <clears throat> so you know there's computer graphics when there's like when you see a scene with two subs in it, that's computer generated. Yeah, because only had two uh -huh. subs, but when you only see one. It's actual footage of this. It's real. Jesus. It's a guy on the seabed. <laughs> I know that James Cameron, I think, is one of like a handful of people who have been to the deepest point in the ocean. Yeah. Well, didn't he not do the best? And he. Uh, he did. Yeah, yeah. No. So he's like, but he's he, James Cameron's very method. Like that's his whole thing. Like it's it's like he gets really into what he's doing. Yeah. Um. So I like I, <clears throat> I kind of expect that to a degree, which kind of makes me, I know the Avatar the movies is not the movie was not exactly everybody's favorite, but it did like exceptionally well <laughs> for what it was. Yeah. Um, and now that there's four more movies being made, I am kind of interested. Four. Yeah, they're all being filmed right now. Uh, I wasn't a fan of Avatar. <laughs> yeah, I was. I like the look of it. It was fine, I suppose, but at the same time, it just wasn't anything new to me. This the story's not new. No. Um, but like uh, the the visuals and stuff like that were properly groundbreaking, and to a degree, probably still are. Um, Pocahontas like, and, and space. I know that. 
Sorry? Pocahontas in Pocahontas space. In space. Yes. Yeah, I, I always think of it as Space Fern Gully. <laughs> space Fern Gully. <laughs> but, you know, I digress. And I realise now that we've been talking for close to 20 minutes and haven't spoken about the episode yet, so... Well, we did put a, a warning at the start. Uh, we, we, we did warn people that this would happen. Um, yeah. uh, so today, today we're going to be talking about... Um, Episodes 13 and 14. Uh, episode 13 starting off is Jupiter Jazz Part 2 or Jupiter Jazzu Cohen. Mm. This is apparently one of the episodes that Chico uh, wrote. Yep, yeah, it was. Uh, there you go. Uh, yeah, so this episode we start off with a flashback, really. Showing all the stuff that's happened in the previous one. And but then we come to Spike dreaming again. Is he dreaming at this point? Um I think he is dreaming about Is uh, he dreaming about like Julia shouting at Vicious? Yeah, he's dreaming about Julia, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the whole sort of uh the remembrance of some of the scenes from earlier on as well. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's basically doing a wee flashback about stuff. So it's technically going back through his story arc and why he's where he is, type thing. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So basically, does a wee flashback. Maybe give you a bit more. Talk about how he's got different coloured eyes. That's yeah. Which. Definitely is not noticeable to me. No, because you're not in love with them. That's 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 fair. I do like Spike a lot, but yeah, not not that enamored. <laughs> um, I think one's. I think you're right. Like it does, it does give a, bit, a little bit more um, yeah. than before, and and in particular, I think it gives a little bit more to the kind of turmoil between Vicious and Spike and and. Uh, Julia, like that, that kind of whatever that triangle is, it kind of sort of seeds a little more of the that, yeah. um, at that point as well. Yeah, it does. Um, so, but we should mention as well that you know the reason he's uh he's <laughs> dreaming this is he's been he's been shot. Uh, yeah, by a, a <clears throat> he's been shot. He's protecting. Yeah, vicious. by uh, what, what was the guy's name? Uh, Lee. Lee, that's right. Is a vicious um, cohort slash bodyguard. Yeah. Um, so obviously they've left him for dead, or not really, because uh, when Spike eventually comes to, he tries to get up and can't, and then laments the fact that they didn't even really try to kill him because the round was a, a stun round or whatever. Tranquilizer, yeah. Yeah, so it's like... Pissed up with that. Fuck this. Yeah, he's, he's, he seems angry that they didn't legitimately try to kill him. <laughs> well, Lee didn't. So. Yeah, yeah, Lee didn't. Lee didn't. You know, yeah. Vicious may have uh, may have given him, you know, less less uh, less leeway on being alive. I think so. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was uh, it was it was interesting. Yeah. Um, so then I'm trying to remember how this 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 goes from here. Uh. 
Yeah, I watched it on Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, I kind of—I um... know bits of it, so it kind of goes. He's there. He's been shot. I think maybe they cuts to Jet. Uh, Jet in a bar. Jet's yeah. Jet's looking for uh, Faye. Yeah, she's seen seen this girl, and he was like, "Yeah, I seen this girl. I haven't seen a guy in the bar in ten years. I haven't seen another lady like her since Julia. Julia, eh? Yeah, they both yeah. sat in a stool and oh. both start, talked to Grim. Who's uh, what is it? Um, haven't seen a woman like that in in two years. And he's like, "How can you be sure?" So well, I've only seen two women in you know <laughs> this long, and only one of them is attractive. So, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was sitting in Julia's Julia's chair, in that bar. Yeah, uh, uh, I think you must have said, "Oh, went, she went with Grim." Gren. Gren. Is it Gren? Oh, it's Grim. Grim. Uh, Mister Jazz. Mister Jazz Hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Um. Anyway, he goes away. Uh. <laughs> And then he walks out the place and uh No, he gets a call from Faye. Yeah, he does get a call from Faye, that's Cause, right. Cause uh Grim Jasmine's uh, been tight of him up. Well, I suppose we shit we kinda missed that bit then, because does she not try to shoot Grim? Yeah, I'm trying to remember that was this episode or last. It has to be this. I think it is this one. This one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, because she's like, yeah, you're working with vicious. They think, blah, 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 blah. And then he tries to explain that and then she, I think she sits home. And then he dodges because he's got like lightning reflexes. Some, yeah. Somehow. Yeah. And then she was like, oh. But the... Yeah. It's the, <clears throat> excuse me, the, uh, I think it is Gren. It might be Gren. I thought it was Grim, though. You're right. But everything I'm reading now is saying that it's Gren. It could be. We That's missed... a much more bullshit name. Much more bullshit name. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. yeah, Gren. Holy shit, Gren. Weird. Also picked that up wrong. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. So Just, uh, but yeah, this is where uh, the th- the um, Gren is explaining what happened. So like we get the kind of the story of the war, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and. Uh, the idea that um, was it, it was, like the the reason that Graham knows uh, vicious is because they were in the the war together and they were like brothers, they were comrades. Yeah, I think is is how it's put. And uh, we have this scene of like you know, um, vicious playing like a little music box, mm-hmm. which I think is the the song that Julia hums. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, for further further cementing <laughs> that weird triangle relationship, um, and then he's like, "Oh, that's cool," 
and then he's like, "Here, fucking take it." Yeah, <laughs> just here, I, have it. Oh, would you mind me playing that tune on the sax? He asks. That's right. Yeah, and he just that's it right. Over. Then stands up, and then of course, yeah, stands up and stares like dead in the eye, and it looks like he's about to cut his throat, mm-hmm. but is actually saving him from sort some sort of uh, Jupiter Scorpion. Titan Scorpion. <laughs> Titan that? Scorpion. No, you're right. Sorry, it's it's on Titan. Because he just whips out the knife and goes and yep. at the side of his head, so you don't actually see if it goes into his head until the pa- camera kind of pans around yep. and it's like a scorpion right <clears throat> right by his ear. Yeah, so it's a weird sort of uh, intro to that relationship, but I think it seems like they knew each other well enough and looked out for each other on the battlefield but as soon as the the war came to an end uh it seems like well what i don't know what it was exactly i can't remember but gren ends up going to to a prison yeah basically he got trial uh, trial as a traitor i believe that's what, and and he thinks that vicious basically dobbed him in yeah but i think i think it's possibly true to a degree something about that music box but I think that comes later oh yeah you're totally right um, and then uh, but then they explain you know like obviously because uh, um, Gren is sort of like has both male and female body parts and that's you know not something that we had an explanation for but now it's explained that uh, he'd undergone sort of experimental hormone treatment in prison, yeah, they they were, he was going under some tests or some sort, and it's ha, it had side effects of giving him boobs. Yeah, I think. Yeah, weird. And also, but yeah, that, that there you there you have it. Also, he's dying inside. Um, yes, he is. Yes, he's dying. He, that is also important. He he hints at that because I think Faye goes, "Oh, vicious will kill you." Ah, uh, doesn't matter. Either way, I'm dead. Type thing. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. So, we get a lot of exposition there about Vicious and Gren's past. Mm-hmm. Um, a little more exposition from Spike and uh, a little more exposition from uh, uh, Jet as well, talking to that bartender about uh, Faye and figuring out that Julia had been at the bar and in there. So, it's all kind of uh, coming together in that sort of way. Mm. Um, and yeah, like you say, Faye, uh, well, Gren basically handcuffs <laughs> Faye up yeah, and leaves her um, and is going to go after Vicious to find out if uh, he wants to ask once and for all if he was the one that, that told uh, that, that kind of left him out to dry. So, yeah. Yeah, so he, he goes away um Jet goes into an alleyway and meets the guy that's tried to uh, mug Faye and Spike previously and now he's really depressed and doesn't know what he's doing because Jet goes, oh, do you know the direct way to like the Blue Oyster Hotel or Blue, o- Blue Oyster Tower Block? And the guy goes, "Yeah, no, I don't know anything. And then mutters, runs away and mutters, I'm not dealing with tourists anymore type thing. And then <laughs> off camera you just hear the screech of the as as he 
It sounds like he's in a car accident and he walks across the street. Yeah. And then Jack goes, goes just stares in shock. You just see his face going. Oh, oh dear. And then he looks in front of him and there's a blue and... building. And he goes, oh, yeah. that'll be it. That should be this one, right? Yeah. Obviously. Obvs. Obvs. Uh, then he goes upstairs and finds and, uh, Bay, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. And uh, she explains, obviously, what's happened and talks about the fact that it seems like there's going to be some sort of showdown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he was like, oh, there's also this big hit for this guy. I take it you're onto it. And she was, like, pretty depressed, to be honest. Because this kind of, like, cements her past, I think. Like, she doesn't trust guys, in a sense. Yeah. Uh, it's like yeah. no, no one. He can't trust anyone, so that's why she's run away. And it's kind of like that was in the last episode, really. But this one is like, oh, you came and got me. Why, why are you come looking for me? Oh, you stole our money. Yeah, yeah. That actually, that's right. Like, it is the 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 main reason. Well, in quotations, the main reason that Jet is even looking for her is because she has the money mm-hmm. and 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 of course we'll uh we'll find out a little bit more about that yeah later. towards the end as well yeah uh which i think is like like you say it goes a long way to talk about um jet to a degree as well so yeah it's kind of kind of nice uh so i think you go back to Spike. Maybe yep. Spike already did this. And he's like Kyle hacked into either Vicious computer or some computer because he bemoans that they're using an old password still. Oh, yeah. To find yeah, yeah. out what's going That's on. Right. Uh, you see Grim, he gets messaged by Vicious to go yeah. yeah, I'd love you. Come to the tallest building type thing. And then on top of that. Well, it's a drug deal, though, right? That's the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Is it's all about uh, the red eye. Yeah, it's all about the red eye again. Uh, so Grim has like a, a stash of that he's he's passing on to the syndicate. But yeah. Also so has... there's a, a meet and greet on top of a skyscraper type thing. Yeah. Um. So he's up there... <laughs> Spike's looking for them. Yeah. Uh, and Jet and Faye then have a conversation in their sp- spaceship. And she's like, oh, why did you come back for me type thing? And then Jet goes, well, you stole my money. And she's like, what? There's 20,000 yuans or something. It was, it was in there. Yeah. And Jet goes, was that all? All we had? Yeah. Oh. It's, but he knew. He damn well knew. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He had a look of surprise in his face when she said it. I. <clears throat> the thing is, though, is that, like, if he, uh, if he didn't trust her, at all, uh, which you know would he would be fair to if she'd stolen money from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, why would he take her at her word that that's all that was there? Yeah. 
I mean, he did all to me. It's a he. He knew fine well. He knew. He knew that that was not. There was not a lot of money <laughs> left in the pot, and uh, it was just a way to get like a. To me, it's it's sort of like because obviously we had, we kind of harkens back to the previous episode where Jet tells that to Spike. It's like, well, she's gone, and Spike's really happy, and then it's like, but she took her money, and then Spike gets really pissed off. <laughs> yeah. Um, and obviously they want to find her now because they want the money back. Well, um, until we heard Julia. <laughs> yeah, but I think that that the thing for me is is that I feel like Spike's plan was to uh, sorry Jet's plan was uh i really don't want the situation we have here to end i don't want to say that i like the way things are but i also don't want things to go back to the way they were so i'm going to make you incensed about this so that you go and deal with this without telling you how much money this is (laughs) (laughs) it's like i just want things like because like spike you know obviously does not really like the situation or well proclaims not to, to like the situation hmm. but I think Jet does like the way things are on the Bebop now yeah he's certainly the father figure of all the kids to- totally all and the it's, kids. It, feel, it does feel a bit like that yeah it feels like that that there's a you know there is a bit of a sort of a family thing for him particularly mm-hmm. like it feels that you know they argue they fight they get angry at each other but for him, like he doesn't want that to change. Um, whereas, you know, other people are slightly more apathetic <laughs> around that concept. Except Ed, who is super, super keen on being a part of things. Yeah. Well, I mean... Uh, Spike and Fair are essentially the kind of like two teenage kids, even though they're in like their... Yeah. Well, adult age. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. They're they're like the the sort of uh, fighting brother and sister. Yeah, and then Ed's also the little sister of the family, yeah. and Ayn's just the pet dog. It just goes, oh fuck's sake, not again. Ayn, Ayn, she's the. Um, so. But, uh... Yeah. Uh, he also kind of comes basically says that to farewell. Because he's like, oh, so you basically made the B-Valb in an operable, but you left all the other ships fine. It's, it's a classic Clark cry for help. <laughs> yeah. <thing. laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he totally is. You're right. But it, to me, it does, it, like, for me, the whole, the whole thing seems like a lead up to, like, uh, I I am complete. I completely understand this situation, and I'm just going to drip feed the right information to the people I need to drip feed it to, to make things go back to the way they were. Yeah, I think so. I think that's essentially what uh, Jet's situation in this episode is all about: trying to keep things a status quo that he likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does feel like that. It's like there is a. Well, actually, you can see it like in the other episodes as well, where. You know, he's like very loudly will proclaim that he just doesn't care. Like, just do what you need to do. I don't care. I don't want to be a part of this. I just want to, like, not deal with this. Then he'll be trimming the bonsai tree. And once, like, oh, God damn it. And just 
you know get up and go and deal with the problem and it's like yeah it's like that's exactly that's exactly what the family would do it's like I'm not, i don't want to be part of this this is ridiculous i have to go and fix this now yeah but, you know <laughs> oh yes it's good it's good it's real good yeah uh and then it kind of leads up to the point where um gren is it then is meeting yeah yeah meeting vicious on top of the on top of the skyscraper and they exchange parcels like here's the bag of like disguised of course though you know not noticing it's gren of course at this point oh yeah that's right yeah because the more permanent he's got like a weak wall around him to make him look permanent with his long hair and uh so he throws he throws like the red eye the guy tests it like lee tests it and goes yeah it's like 90 percent or something yep this is this is the good stuff this is the good stuff uh and then so then they kick over the their suitcase of money uh to him and then yeah vicious goes i send my regard to uh gren and then he goes oh i've got a message for you type thing like yeah why why do you rat him out why why do you put him in jail and then vicious says it doesn't matter type thing nothing matters It's just such a... I'm never sure if that's supposed to be like, we don't actually have a reason for this. Or if it's just, I just want to show how little this character cares. Like, it's not... It's sort of the, uh, you know, the M. Bison speech from the Street Fighter movie. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you know, the, the day that M. Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> like, I, it's just like... It is that level of like... You know, I know that this is this has really bothered you for your for as long as it has because it's the only thing you can think about. But honestly, I haven't thought about it, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or maybe just deeply depressed and just doesn't care about shit anymore. I mean, it could be either one. Yeah. I just I think that's the thing is like it's it's either apathy or a lack of care, like whatever whatever it is like deeply frustrates Gren of, of course yeah yeah <clears throat> uh, and then he throws off the role to reveal it as himself and then kicks back yeah he kicks back the the, the kicks briefcase back. which pops all yep. open and turns out to be a bomb yep, yep. Oh, cool no he shoots it open kicks it back and shoots it open yep. and then it's a bomb and it goes legitimately was like a total surprise motherfucker moment yeah it was, it was real good i knew I liked you, that lot. knew you were going to do that dude uh and then uh i think spike flies over in his craft and starts shooting because he goes there's an explosion that's where i gotta go comes by and goes, daka, daka, daka. Then, uh yeah lee takes a bullet for vicious yep um yep and then vicious Basically, hides away because he realizes he's a bit outnumbered and he gets his ship and it stores the red eye, the bag of swag, as it is, in like the side of his ship. Yep. Uh, And then takes off 
with uh, Grim and <coughs> and Spike chasing him. Yeah. And have a big dog fight, which is pretty cool. Yep. Uh, it is very cool. Yeah. Uh, Gren tries to take him on and Vicious goes, you're in the way, type thing. And then launches a bunch of missiles up. Yeah. And he got rid of one, but not the other. And crashes. And then Spike goes, no. Yeah. And takes on Grim. But before all that happens, I think Gren somehow sneaks that music box in, which is a bomb. So oh, well. the music box was was in the bag of Red Eye, yeah, the whole time. I think. Yeah, I think it was because um, he didn't he didn't check the whole bag for anything. He just pulled one of the files out to to test the purity. Yeah, but I don't know how he managed to wind it up. Because uh, it's a it's a popwise thing. Uh, also, um, missed missed out the conversation they had where essentially. He goes, do you know I kept this music box from yours for like so long and never thought anything more about it until I met Julia and when I told her you gave it to me, she says yeah, that's right. you better check it. <laughs> and then yep, you found, that's right. found something in it. Yep. A receiver or something was it? It was something like that. So it was, uh, it was vicious. It really was the traitor, I think. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, he was the asshole all along. Yeah, so that's why he was after vicious again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so yeah, that big dog fight. Things ends. Uh, vicious goes after Spike, shoots some rockets. Spike dodges all the rockets. Um. And then Gren essentially somehow activates the music box inside the bag, which then explodes. Yeah. Blowing up a, a wing of vicious. A, a vicious ship yeah. who then retreats at that point. Yeah. Um, and then Spike goes and meets uh, Gren on the, on the ground. He's pretty much coughing up blood at the time. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, the the conversation of I don't know if they'll have amb- I don't know if they'll have health you know any ambulances out here. Yeah, uh, we're we're gonna get someone in time. And he's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Nah. I did my thing. It's fine. Just yeah, just uh, pop pop me back in my ship, and uh, drag me out to Titan. Like I want to go and see Titan. I think is like the. Yeah. The last, and he's like, "You, you will not get to Titan." And he's like, "Well, you know, I'd rather try." Yeah, that's it. Uh, and then he then mentions how he's met Julia, and Spike goes, "Oh, where's Julia? Yeah, she's gone." Type thing. He's very upset. Yeah, because he also mentions that uh, Spike has. Oh yeah, you must be the one that Julia liked because he, I do see the. Your eyes are different colours. Like uh, one stares yeah, into right. the past. One stares into the future or something. Or present. Which basically makes him sound cross-eyed. 
Um, yeah, I mean, potentially. <laughs> um, yeah, so Spike then honors them, and because I think he keels over in his uh, in his arms right at that point. Yeah, he just picks him on up and drops him in the ship. Yep, uh, and then tows the ship into space and sets it on a course to Titan. Yep. Uh, that's, that's the end of the episode, I think. Well, more or less. They come back. He goes back to the ship because the first episode, oh. Jet told him, well, if you're not doing this, then don't bother coming back, type of thing. That's right, yeah. But uh, he comes back anyway, and Jet goes, what you got? And he's like, I got nothing. Oh, well, come on in then. Yeah, All that's right. right. And there is an ending bit that I'd forgotten about as well. Is the the bit where we go back to the the kind of chief and their kid or grandkid oh, yeah. talking about the the falling star, mm-hmm. and of course the assumption we made in the first episode is that it was actually vicious, but actually it's uh, it's Gren. Yeah, it was the not... references to. Yeah, it was referencing to Gren, and then the. Uh... Credits are extra long in this one and kind of do a lot of things through it. Like, and then he's... Can, can we talk about how good the music is in the credits? Yeah, yeah, go off. Go ahead. That's good. I, uh, it, it, very, and, and no pun intended, but I will use it, is it very much struck a chord with me because, um, <clears throat> I think that good music in things is often, <clears throat> excuse me, unnoticed because it sort of, you know, resonates with the scene. Um, but also, I think really great music um, can do both. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, although this is just, you know, an ending credit scene, um, the music's fantastic. It's, it's really, really, really good. Uh, yeah. To the, to the point where normally at this point I've skipped the credits <laughs> to get to the next episode but I didn't, and I watched every moment of it. Mm-hmm. It's a very sombre ending, because it and throws, really throws Gren and actually reaching tight, I think. Or really crash landed on a planet. Or moon, yeah. as it were. Titan's a moon. Yeah. Or satellite, I think is what they call it in this specific way. Well, yeah, well that's what moon is, a satellite. Yeah, but that's, I think that's what they said when uh, they asked about what Sp- they said, is that your home satellite? When they spoke to Spike or uh, Jet earlier on in the show. Yeah. That's the way it was It was asked. Well, yeah, I mean, I suppose that would have to be kind of like how you would say it now, I suppose, because people living on different planets. Oh, is that your home moon? Is that home, your home planet? Is it? Not, not yeah. the moon. Just our yeah. moon, right? Yeah, there's so many moons. I mean, like, how many does... <laughs> many? There's, there's, like, nine or something around Jupiter or Saturn or something like that. Oh, no. Uh, Jupiter has, I think, 75. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just 75. <clears throat> Is it 75? 79 moons. 79 moons that are classified. Yeah, 53 moons. with names and 26 awaiting official names. Jesus. A hip. And Saturn, I think, has there's quite a few as well, I think, but what big planets like? Uh, it is eighty-two moons. Eighty-two <laughs> moons. 
I mean, yeah. Do you know what? It's what is a moon? It's more uh, probably a certain size rockish circling the planet. Well, I mean, technically, uh, all it has to be is it has to be taking gravitational influence over the planet yeah. that it's attached to. So, like, that's what makes it a satellite. Uh, because Saturn apparently has a moon that is the size of Mercury. So... <laughs> Mercury isn't that big, though. It's not, but that is a planet. <laughs> we classify that as a planet, yeah. We don't classify yeah. Pluto as a planet. No, it is a, it is a, 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 what do you call it? Dwarf planet or something. Dwarf planet, yeah. Yeah. Along with like uh, Ceres and Haumea, Haumea and um, there's a few other ones as well. Yeah. So we only got eight known planets in our solar system now. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, wait. Seven. Eight? Well, there's nine when we had Pluto. No, Plan Nine. Planet Nine is is was always a theory. No, I think there's no. It was a planet until on. like early two thousands. Wasn't no, it? I know that until the early two thousands. I know that, but <clears throat> the movie uh, Plan Nine from Outer Space is in reference to a ninth planet. No, eight. <clears throat> I think. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I know, I know, you're right. Yeah, Pluto's always for ninth. I can never remember. I could tell you what the names were. I probably should have just have done that. You should have just done that. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. There's eight. 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 Those are eight fingers you're showing. Uh yes. So how 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 do you how do you rate this episode? Is it an eight? Uh it's good. It's good. It hits many cards. I mean it's a bit slow in the sense that they've stretched over two episodes. But then yeah, I suppose yeah. that's kinda like goes with the melody of the kinda like show. It's like a bluesy kinda like melody through the whole thing could say you know this is a sad story and mm-hmm. it kind of like highlights more spikes pass and what he's doing at the moment and uh yeah yeah also um well not more so much jet jet didn't really get much uh, he gets more developed and showing that he's more of a father figure caring for the people that he doesn't really care for. Um, yeah. Uh, and and Faye uh, shows Faye how she's actually quite insecure a person. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's and true. That's, and she just brash to kind of hide that. So, I mean, there's good psychological Workings in this, in the show, in the sense that yeah. these things are kind of like how people can act in real life. Uh, or not? I think about an eight. Yeah, 
ironically, mine is also an eight, so that just worked out really well. Yeah, talk about the eight, eight planets. <laughs> shall we? Uh, shall we jump then to episode fourteen? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, or in Japanese, Bohemian Rhapsody. Ah, yes. And it's not about the song by Queen. It's it's not. It's not the Queen song. Um, it's all about chess. It is all about chess. And highlights into more about the gates that they use to travel through space. Yes. Yes, it does. It's all about the gate company hiring people to find this master hacker. Um but, yeah, because there's a bunch of people who have been highlighted as problems, uh, and every every one of them, uh, well, yeah, that that's the reveal in the kind of intro is basically <laughs> it's the the bebop crew taking down all these different people, mm-hmm. uh, but not getting anything from it. And Ed's like, so there's nothing linking any of these people together. They didn't have anything, and then they all you know pull out chess piece. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're white from their pockets. Yeah, is it? it, it, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite funny. And then Ed is uh, Uh, digging about while they're still arguing over, like, oh, well, maybe we should pull our resources together, says Faye. And they're like, but you're the one that said it'd be good competition if we didn't do this type thing. That's right. Yes, but now that there's this, I want us to work together because it means I might win. Pretty much. It's more like uh, they're like and now you're invested in this idea? <laughs> uh, well, meanwhile, it is uh, of course. digging up the bebop into the background and electrocuting herself. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then like at one point like properly does electrocute herself to the point where she's like kind of just lying on the ground upside down and they just kind of all stare at her going, oh... Yeah, and Faye prods her and go, you're right, Ed. And then she just yeah. instantly jumps up and goes, oh, I'm fine. It's Yeah, it's weird. Uh, um, but yeah, then they uh, they start to scan the, uh, the the chess pieces and find out that there's more information within the... That they, they're basically IDs or like tags with more information in them. Oh, yeah, Ed basically asks the get them because he says oh this is actually a virtual chess game you need these to start a game yeah. with people so <clears> she's <throat> and then, up to that. then she starts playing a game of chess yep and then this old man with an unknown opponent yeah but the old, there's an old man with a parrot goes the chess board lights up and goes oh an interesting opponent has <laughs> appeared <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and then it cuts back and basically goes about it and so I think was it they, they t- start talking about their, their catch and said that the guy I caught was um, didn't seem to know anything about this type thing he just got like a, a manual through the internet off a webpage which has disappeared now. And so yeah. Stuff like that. And, uh, and then I think that was Faze. And then Spike says something. 
who then said, I went back to the, the gate corporation and they didn't want to speak to me anymore. Type that because Paul Falls hit another point. Yeah. And then I think Jack goes, okay. And then he goes to the gate corporation and goes, right. I just want to talk about it because we know that also you got some some loose end in the gate corporation. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't want to do it because um, that and he's pretending to smoke a cigarette and they go, well, there's no smoking in here, mate. And he's like, all oh, right, oh. yeah, sorry. And <laughs> it out and throws it in the plant pot. Yeah. But it's just a cleverly disguised um, receiver, sender. Yeah. It's it's really it's it's really cool. Mike, it's just a, a a bug. Yeah, clever disguise bug, and they didn't really care about it. They didn't think anything of it. And then they start talking about, oh man, this building apparently Hunter knows too much. He knows about Grandmaster Hex. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Chessmaster Hex, not Grandmaster, Chessmaster. Oh, Chessmaster Hex. Oh, it, it's wor- it's much worse than Grandmaster Hex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he hears about that and does some research on this guy. And apparently he worked at the uh, gate company way back uh, at the start of it. Uh, yeah, they, they find out that he's been missing for the better part of, I think it's 50 years, which is essentially since the gates came into instance. Um, mm-hmm. He was the sole, like, the sole creator and the the driving force behind their their creation, mm-hmm. and then when they came online, he kind of went underground. Mm-hmm. Um, because he he went against because he said they weren't ready. It was a fatal flaw in them. Yeah, he he. This is um, <clears throat> it does sound an awful lot like the the conversation we had yesterday about Chernobyl. Where it's like, yeah, here's this one very serious problem with this really serious piece of equipment you're using. Um, <laughs> You should fix that, and they're like, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> "Nah, nah, that that's gonna set us back. We don't want to do that." Yeah, I mean, oh Jesus, man, C- certainly, uh, certainly, it's not something common in in corporations and governments. And um, unfortunately, it's like, what do you mean? There's a flaw. Oh, it's. What's chances of happening? Well, I don't know, a billion to one. Yeah. <laughs> Does the chance of it happening outweigh the tragedy of it happening? <laughs> oh, uh, probably not. We'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. And we have seen that there has been a gate problem because mm-hmm. the, that's the whole thing that happened on Earth, right? Yeah. It was there was a gate disaster. So we have to wonder if that was related. Presumably is. Yeah, I think it was about 50 years ago or something. Well, no, was it longer? I don't know. Because that kid... Either way, out. like it seems like it seems like it's, you know, on that path of like, this is the problem. But of course, he's been he's been quiet for, for 50 years. Uh, mm-hmm. or, or so it seems. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He was quiet for 50 years and then I think something set set up and came back to him again. Um, 
But I think it was the and it was it not the anniversary or something like that. Yeah. Of the whole thing, it was like just about the fifty year anniversary or whatever of the gates, and it's like that's the that's the long game. Yeah. The thing is, is like he's he's been playing chess, literally, but also, kind of figuratively in this way. It's like yeah, he's he's been doing the long con. Mm. He's been waiting specifically to hit them where it hurts at a time when it would hurt the most. Yeah, yeah. So all these people are essentially managed to steal the money that people are putting through the gates because they all basically put a receiver onto the gates at this certain one location in the gates so they can hack into it. And when someone pays money to go yeah. through the gate, they're able to get the fee. It goes to them mm-hmm. instead of the thing. So he hasn't really done it in any, like malicious way he's just been basically grabbing money off them or he's been funding funding his operation uh yeah um or the other people's operations uh so yeah what else so he he got fired they fired him because he ejected of course so it was like all right cool you're fired and then he swore vengeance on him and yep. now he's a ghost from the past. Uh, we missed out the point where, um, yes. way back at the start, where they had like, oh, right, they got all these guys, um, but no one's getting the bounty money type thing. Oh, we should need to increase yeah. the, the bounty because they have like stacks of paper on like the the manager and director's desk. Uh, at least I think it's him. Um, yeah. And he's like, Paper, how, how redundant, how wasteful. And then they also complain that the the electronic system is timing out and stuff because they can't, can't people can't log yeah. complaints quick enough. <laughs> oh god, uh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, and when Jet goes to uh, confront the the corporation about this, he bumps into an old friend as he always does. That's right, yeah. One of his many friends uh, uh, who now works in what looks like pri- like PMC, private military sort of organisation. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets back to the Bebop and goes, oh, we need to go and find Chessmaster Hex. <coughs> and then Ed pipes up and goes, oh, yeah. I'm playing against Chessmaster Hex right now. <laughs> <laughs> playing chess with that guy right now? Yeah. Um, uh, they look into chess pieces there's nothing there uh, and then they track them down to like some weird space station yeah it's it's an abandoned space station yeah because it, it's, it's totally fucked yeah and I'm not entirely <laughs> sure how people are living there no but but this is this is where the episode meets my expectations to a great degree because this is basically a place for space stoners. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much uh, literally that. Um, <laughs> so they're tracking down there, and then the guy that we just talked about, the private military guy, uh, tails yeah. him and goes, "Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. We got. I got so much. I need to speak to this guy. He's." Done something to me uh, and ruined me, yep. type of thing. Uh, and then uh, I think Fane Spike go in and 
find Grandmaster Hex and go. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think he's a, the the great grandma, uh, great grandmaster plan planners, uh, or any threat no. because he's literally just a senile. No, not anymore. Yeah, a senile. I, I actually really like that as a thing. Like you know, it, he. It's it's really an interesting idea of like here was someone who was so meticulous and so forward thinking that it even in their late 40s at that point knew that the long con that they were going to try and do was the 50 year plan it's yeah. like it has to work like this this is how it's going to work here's how i'm going to fund operation here's the kind of things i'm going to do and he put all of this in place to happen at certain times so many years ago that he had nothing to do nothing to do but wait mm-hmm. and in that time like you say became sadly uh non-compass mentis and just uh, like a tad senile mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and i find the that whole thing um kind of uh kind of really interesting of the idea of like well here's the person who set this all in motion but they can't tell you anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they know nothing of this plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, whoops. Uh, and then the other guy appears all like, I want my money back. And he's yeah, like, but this is great as well, because then you've got the space stoners that come in and it's like, oh, hey, he's like, guys, I got that play this person at chess. It's super cool. So, oh, cool. Finally, someone, someone really good to play at chess. And then the guy's like, oh, fuck all of you and starts shooting everywhere. Yeah. And I love the, I was like seriously concerned for the people in that room. <laughs> but then I love the fact that there's like what looks to be a very serious explosion. And you're like, oh, God, I wonder how many people died. And then it's just those three stoners going, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and just floating out of the way. Do you know, it's so good. Did you recognise the three stoners? Is it the old guys? It's the three old guys. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. The three old guys, man. Of course it is. I just, <laughs> I love, I love the, um, the guy is like so hyped up and serious. He's so angry. But he just cannot, obviously, penetrate the guy, the the, the thought, because he the guy just doesn't know. Yeah, he's... he's like, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like I, but I'm playing this really cool game of chess. It's like, oh my god, this is, I cannot imagine. Like, imagine getting to the stage where it's like I'm going to be able to exact some revenge here, and I'm going to be able to take control of my life again. But only because this person here exists and knows what's going on, and then finding them. Only to find out that they're there, but they're not there. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. That is mental. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's funny in that sense, but it's also kind of a sad thing when you see that the the man is a basically a shell of what he was. It is incredibly sad, but I think there's there's also it's it's sad um, for the for Chessmaster Hex, but I also think that there's supposed to be an, em- an element of sadness for that other guy as well, where it's like, I can't do anything about this. I can't fix this anymore. Yeah. There's nothing to fix. Yeah. Nope. Anybody who had any semblance of any information or any knowledge or way to resolve this for me is no longer here. Yeah. Even though I can see them with my own eyes, 
they don't know anything. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine the frustration that that would... Like, that person being dead, that would be incredibly frustrating. That person still not being known where they are, that would be incredibly frustrating. But having found them, <laughs> only to have them not know, is yeah. just, yeah. That's that's, uh, that's a whole different level of frustration. Uh, yeah, well, it certainly isn't him off the edge in two ways. Yeah, and it, yeah, he frustration. starts fucking... Yeah. And then... Uh, in another way, we'll find out in a minute because uh, uh, by that time, um, so they basically decide, oh, well, there's no point in handing <laughs> this guy back because no, he's not a danger to anyone anymore. That's the decision. Like yeah. it wouldn't be fair or right, mm-hmm. and like he, he would be of no value to them anyway. Even if he did hand them over, like it's not going to stop or change anything anymore. Yeah, that's. I think it's it's there so, now. Um, so Jack goes back to the gate corporation and basically says, "Right, this is the this is the nine one one in the whole situation." Uh, and basically, told everything and goes, "But you're not going to touch the guy." Because he goes, "All right, so what money do you want to keep keep your mouth silent?" It's like, "Oh, I don't want any money. Just don't ever go near Chessmaster X." Uh, not because of this and that, it's because Ed, you'll uh, hurt Ed's feelings. <laughs> Taking his, uh, yeah. the play part uh, thing away. Then it cuts to Ed still playing chess and Faye going, oh, he's still playing chess? Not still. Not playing another game of chess. <laughs> still playing chess. Yeah, Still playing chess. I'm still playing that one game. It's been a week. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't, clearly haven't slept. Yeah. In that week. And then uh, <clears throat> the final move happens. Chessmaster X goes, ha ha! Boop! Checkmate! Yep. I don't even know how you can. And uh, poor, poor Ed collapses. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of having a game lasting a week of chess with uh, no sleep. I don't see how it's possible. I, no, I, uh, I have definitely played games of chess that have lasted over a week, but it has been fleeting moves. <laughs> yeah, you have to come back to it. Oh, yeah, do, do that. Um, yeah, do that. Uh, yeah, and then at which point Ed falls over and goes Aah! in frustration. <laughs> and then it's pretty good. Potentially, I think it might be in the last breath or chest yep. master X because he seems to. I think so. Chuckles to himself and then falls asleep, and then the pirate just yeah flies away. I think um, it is that sort of idea. Is like all he really wanted was like a really good game. That was all he wanted was just one good opponent. Yeah. To 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 satiate that like that that the thrill of the the game, because <clears throat> I think that's obvious from like the there's so little time that they've taken to set up the character, but that is the kind of defining character trait. Is this is a person who is, you know, meticu- meticulous and and well well planning and. Um, so chess is clearly their game, and they like that—the thrill of the long game. Well, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it was knowing that I think before he joined the Gate Corporation, he he was like a chess champion. He played chess all the time. Yeah, and that's right. Yeah, he was still playing the virtual te- chess game when he was at work. And so he's a, a, that's why he got the the, the code name Chess Master Hex. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. He seems like he uh he passes on 
Yeah. Um, but then we go. We continue in the in the space station <laughs> where now uh, Jet's good old buddy is high as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on a set of stairs. Yeah. Just sitting there, and uh, the three old guys float past. It's like, oh hey, is it like Gary or whatever? It's yeah. like, how you doing? Like, uh, it's all right. It's pretty good. I'm doing good, man. And they kind of like, yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> float past, and he's like, such a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's so happy. <laughs> it's so funny. It's, like, it's so, so funny. It's like a, a day or two, or a week ago, or something, and it's like, <laughs> he was shooting the place up. <laughs> he literally caused an explosion that sent the three of you flying across the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but a few days ago. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. So it was like a cheery, sad one. I yeah I I think this is a this is a good episode, this is a real good episode, um, I'm a I'm a big fan. Yeah. Uh, what's your your thoughts on this one ratings wise? Um, yeah, it's it's, it's good. It's it takes the edge off the last episode a bit. Um, mm-hmm. it's obviously not. As to the lore of the of the cowboy bebop world and the gate company and things that how they're like and how potentially the, the whole world is corrupt to a point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, and then it makes light notes like it's sad that the the guy is also a, a senile man, but. He's enjoying his life as what he remembers of it. Uh, yep. yep. And Ed, you know, has pretty much the comic relief for the show at the moment. Yep. <laughs> yep. I wouldn't say. Oh, I was. I think, I think it's an eight again, just because it was good. It wasn't like. Oh, I can't bother watching this episode. I can watch it, but yeah. it's not like a one I'll probably go back to in the sense that it's not an important episode. No, but it's a good episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would also go with an eight. Yeah. Uh, that being said, though, I almost went with a nine. Yeah. Um, I think it is very it's very close to a nine because I think the. I, you're right. The story's interesting. I think the characterization is fascinating. Um, I think it's a bit, maybe a bit slow at the start um, for something that seems like it's moving really quickly. They don't make a lot of progress in the first half of the episode, yeah. um, which is maybe where it falls down a little bit for me. Um, uh, I think I don't know. I think they, I feel like they do make progress in that bit because they go. Quickly, they actually capture some bounties for once. Um, it's unusual for them. Oh, that, that's what I mean. Is like it's going at a rate of knots. Yeah, like it's really shifting. But I don't feel like for all that movement that they really get anywhere. Well, I think that's the whole point of the episode. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's interesting because it really then like not only continues to shift in the second half, it really goes places. Yeah, I mean, I suppose at the same time. Just the nature of that story, 
It, yeah, it, I suppose that was going to be that way. It, I mean, if they got to Chessmaster Hex within like the first half and realised he's a dulled, dulled old man, um, yeah, and didn't want to do anything with it. Look at what I don't, I don't think... know. It, it just it's I don't know why it is because it's not normal that the pacing feels off to me, but yeah. it did just feel a bit weird. I suppose. It, I think it's probably to be honest that episode might have been good if it was a shorter time length but also they got their time slot to keep so maybe that's maybe yeah, why it's yeah. like that because it's I'm not entirely sure how what else they would do because there'd be like a boring like travel <laughs> scene of or maybe like a section where they went oh we'll trace them we we'll trace them to this location that's yeah. that's about the way yeah think. it, it, it... It did what it needed to do, yeah. but yeah, I think I think an eight is fair. But it is, I will say, it is definitely close to a nine. Yeah. So I had like, I had vibes of the heavy metal queen episode, which is my ten <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah, and it's but it's because it's a unique and fascinating story mm-hmm. within that universe. And I think that when they do self-contained stuff like that, it's really really interesting. More often than not, uh, I should say more often than not because uh, we did uh, watch. Um, uh, the Heavy Rock of the Dark Knight uh, Toys in the Attic episode um, which is the, 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 the mutant goop from the fridge uh, oh yeah <laughs> I I, can't, I I should like but did not like <laughs> yeah and then you had like the kid one with the where the gate exploded and he, he stayed alive and wouldn't age again Really super interesting concept, very dull episode. It wasn't great, yeah. <laughs> um, very dull episode. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, but that's yeah. kind of feeding into our stories at the moment. It seems like because, like, say, the, yeah, the and I, I think you're right. Like, but again, if you go like to um, uh, the, I know it's the episode where they sort of introduce Faye. And that is kind of the main purpose of the episode, but I think is like if you take the concept of it with the 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 terrorist group uh-huh. uh, as the kind of key story point in that, and you know being in the it, it's just good. One in the it's gate. It's just good. Like that is a good. Yeah, the one in the gate where they're having to like shoot the missiles out of the the air. Yeah, that wasn't uh, the interest fade before that. Well, I think that's yeah, why yeah. She came part the, of the crew. This is the one where they sort of cement her as the crew. Yeah, and I, like I know that that's the the core, the key part of the episode. But I think that the the rest of the trappings of that are very one off, in a way that I I liked. Yeah. Once again, it talks also about... that has I think it has my favorite bit of humor in it, which is the uh, <laughs> the bit where they they've they've held the woman back the whatever the the head of the the, the set the whatever group the eco group uh yeah they're holding her at gunpoint <laughs> and uh and you hear jet it's like hey so how's our or was it jet or spikes like how's our uh how's our bounty doing it's like oh he is not good <laughs> it's like because he's he is pretty dead yeah. it's like that is frustrating like i love the the blase attitude of uh the fact that it's like, yeah, the guy we were out for, you you killed him, and that is very annoying. Yeah. <laughs> we we really wanted our money for that, and I was kind of hoping that even though you had shot him, he may still be alive. But it turns out he's not. Yeah. So you're coming with us. Yeah. Um. It's just it's just really good. Yeah, that was Spike. 
<clears throat> yeah, that's right. Well, that's definitely yeah. spike. <laughs> it's 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 real it's real good. I love that. Yeah. Very funny. So we have uh reached the end mm-hmm. of another good episode. Um as always, uh Who's That Anime is a podcast. We are on anchor.fm forward slash who's that anime and can be listened to where all good podcasts can be listened to. Mm-hmm. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Overcast, everywhere you can. Um, you can find the RSS feed at anchor.fm forward slash who's that anime mm-hmm. said. Uh, we have a Facebook group, a Facebook page rather, where we will post uh, when the new episodes go out. We'll also post little anime memes and other bits and pieces of fun. Um, we have a YouTube channel that uh, we are really not doing anything with, but we also are planning to do things with. We have upda- We have episodes uploaded there in both audio and video. Uh, video we're recording right now that we never actually see. Uh, do much with, but can yeah. do. <coughs> You'll eventually see this and be like, oh, this is what this is talking about. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? But yeah, we... Uh, Nothing happening. We do. We're, we're going to try and figure out a way to make that happen uh, more than it's happening right now, mm-hmm. uh, which is not. Um, but we do have a YouTube channel and it is Who's That Anime? Uh, you can find us by searching for the channel that way. Uh, Colin likes to play video games uh, at twitch.tv forward slash couchfuel. There has been a bit of a lull uh, oh. for us for game playing more recently. Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I played anything uh, online except what was it? Sable. I've only played that yeah. last and that was like October. So We'll, uh, I mean, right now, uh, we're we're in a bit of a busier period of stuff, so the the non essentials are kind of falling by the wayside. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, there is a lot of uh, archive material on the YouTube channel for Couch Fuel, which is just look for Couch Fuel uh, on YouTube. Um, similarly, I sometimes when I get the chance like to play horror games, I do that on Twitch.tv forward slash Hail Payment, and also have a YouTube channel. What you can search for, which is Hail Payment. Um, I uh, have an idea about some video game stuff, Colin. We'll need to talk about at some point, but okay, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Can, we can get to that. We'll get to that. But I think that's the spiel. Yeah. So, oh, I should say as well, just before we go, uh, that you know, um, we don't get paid for this. There's no money changes hands. We just do this for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you wanted to leave us a review, that would be a really cool way to show your appreciation for what it is we do. Mm-hmm. Any review type is neat, it is completely acceptable. Any star rating, any constructive criticism is completely welcome, as much as any positive and constructive feedback, always. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, if you do enjoy what we do, telling a friend and getting them to listen would also be really cool. Yeah, my mate did that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, his brother didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Uh, did he have any constructive criticism that I can use? Uh, no. He didn't. Well, except from so, the fact he didn't like the format as in, as rambling about shite. Oh well. So fair enough. That's not not really constructive <laughs> criticism as such. It's not really constructive. Uh, so uh, you know, since you don't listen, um, I'm going to be unconstructive too. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I, I don't think this show is for you. Don't listen. <laughs> he's already on that. He's... Yeah. He took my advice, he took your... Colin. He took my advice. Uh, I mean... Don't fucking listen to this show. If I catch you listening to this show, we will stop making it. 
Oh, don't do that, man. Maybe we'll listen to it then. Just out of spite. And then, then, Colin, that's the twist in the tale. That's when he realises, actually, I like this. Mm. Oh, yeah, hopefully. You know, <laughs> beg us to continue but what we do. Maybe. Maybe. That's, maybe, that, maybe that's the so, goal that we should have all along. To, like... What, like I, I'm not going to get you to name this person, but I am now going to say that our mission is to make this person listen to this show so that we can threaten to stop doing the show so that they will then listen to the show. Yeah. Uh, I I can share later. <laughs> but like I said, oh, no, I, I don't need to know. I don't even want to know. I just like, that's the that's that's my goal. That's his brother. I mean, my mate watched the videos, so... He doesn't really listen to podcasts. He'll watch the videos, so you actually—he's the viewer that you see on the video, on the YouTube. That's that's good. That. So we should we should talk about getting those videos up for that one person. Yeah, we should really be getting this up. <laughs> you know, the predominant way that we deliver those media is through podcasts. The one person that does like it really likes to watch it on YouTube. He told one person about it who hates what we do. Yeah. So- <laughs> it's pretty good, eh? Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's- I, uh, I, I have never, never been more secure in my understanding of when people say, I really don't like that thing you do it's like that is absolutely fine yeah. <laughs> it's honestly fine yeah we i'll sleep yeah i'll live we're not really looking for that kind of validation if you enjoy it that's good if you don't yeah. that's that's fine just if you don't listen. enjoy it like i say though constructive criticism would be nice yeah tell us where, where we're going wrong uh for you I mean, I I think we know where we're going wrong. Well, you you and I we know. To a degree, to a degree. Until yeah. until someone like, points right out. Right now, right now, I feel like this is this has gone horribly wrong. Well, the fact yeah. that we stay in this another twenty minutes and then it's, it's the end of the episode. <laughs> it's the end of the episode, and we're not ending it again. Like we're yeah. just using it as an excuse to. To ramble, yeah. I I did want to put, put, say something, and it was um, probably more to the at the end of the ja- uh, Jupiter Jazz episode. You were talking about the music and how it works, uh, and yeah. certain things and aspects of that. I mean, I don't know. I can't think. Of many movies or shows that I've watched with the music soundtrack and going, oh yeah, this kind of fits it type thing. The music aspect for me usually is within games. It really yeah. hits, yeah, like yeah. for example, uh, Jet Set Radio soundtrack. Yep. It's like, fits that game and it wouldn't be... Streets of Rage 2. Streets of Rage 2. Streets of Rage 2, yeah. That's... It's good, yeah. Um, I like to say the the music soundtracks and that is it works with it. Uh, there's other games. I'm trying to think, but those are the two ones that spring out to my mind. It works uh, with the music. Uh, Guitaro Man, Guitaro Man, but then yeah. that's a music game. So 
doesn't yeah. doesn't really care. Has to to stand out. Yeah, uh, but you know that's that's fair. Like, yeah, I, I find that music in games works. Um, for example, for the longest time, it was a Street Fighter Four intro. I was disappointed in it. Like, oh, and it's so good though. And I was like, ah, that doesn't sound like a fighting game intro type type thing. It was like so disappointing. And then, then they finally changed it in like one of the the expansions. Well, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, and it was like, holy shit, I missed that intro for Street Fighter Four now. <laughs> it's like, it's so good. It's it's so good. It, it, it works. It shouldn't be. It has. It shouldn't be good. No. It shouldn't be good. It kind of worked. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just it's the same for us uh, for Street Fighter Cross Tekken as well. Like uh, I like that. Uh, yeah, that intro as well. Yeah, the intro is good. I can't remember the music. It's uh, honest, honest, honest eyes by Black Tide. Oh, okay, okay. I might might look it's, it up again. I got the game. Good. I just can't remember the intro music. I didn't really play that mm. much. I re- I, re- I reviewed uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken a very long time ago. Yeah, and Azura's Wrath. I did, yeah. I did. Yeah. Anyway. I still love Azura's Wrath. I downloaded that on my Xbox. You downloaded how many games onto your Xbox Series X? <laughs> 196. Of uh, Xbox 360s and Xbox original? <laughs> That's just Xbox 360 and originals, yeah. How... How are you going with that? Is it actually finally finished? It, oh, it's done. Yeah, yeah, finished on finished on Friday. How many days did it take you? Two and a half. Two and a half days. I mean, not like constant. Like, if I was sat at my desk, I would uh, I would manage it so that it was on and downloading. But more often than not, it was just uh, in standby, and it's only downloading at a certain a certain rate in standby. I don't think it downloads at full pelt. So, no, no, probably won't. Um... Anyway, though, I uh, I think, I think that's good. Uh, Twenty minute ramble. That's that seems good. Well, I, I was gonna say while we're, we're speaking about uh, download speeds, though, I'm, I am getting my new broadband on Christmas Eve. So. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Oof. Man. Yeah. That's a bad time to get new broadband. Sure is. It's like, oh, there's a problem. No one's in the office. <laughs> it's a problem. Fuck you. Yeah, very much. You'll get Craig on the phone. I have uh, I have unlimited data though on my uh, my phone, so yeah. I just need to position it at that point in the house where it actually gets a signal. Yeah, yeah. You're in a weird part. I don't know. outskirts the world. Of... Yeah, d- didn't have that. It's almost as bad as Arrow. <laughs> I was in uh I was in Edinburgh uh with the missus last Sunday mm-hmm. and uh she has a an iPhone thirteen and she was showing me something on her phone and I was like, Holy shit, it's like your phone has a five G logo on it. <laughs> and sure enough, she's like actually using five G. Oh fuck. The mask wasn't burned down. <clears throat> I mean I, I I assumed I was broadcasting it from my body. Having been vaccinated. Oh yes, but you know. yes, uh, and your eyes didn't start to bleed. 
Not yet. Um, although I I am sick, so who knows? Maybe maybe it's all the five G. Oh man, five G! God, you're getting already by five G. It's now in first two of all. Oh really? Yeah, one of my damn it, one of my co-workers in the office was complaining about it because before when it was four G, he would get a decent signal yeah. in the office, but now he's it's went to five G. Uh, now it's trying to get five G. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, I did watch. Uh, I'm pretty sure I watched Linus Tech Tips do uh, a 5G thing. Oh no, it wasn't. So no, it wasn't Linus. It was fucking Digital Foundry, huh? where they wanted to test uh, uh, Google Stadia or 5G. on mobile. Yeah, and well, and and they did it by finding a 5G broadcast tower and parking next to it. Oh yeah, yeah, because there were. Is that the one where they're <clears throat> testing cyberpunk? Yeah, and it's yeah. like the the latency was like like two three milliseconds or something. It was it was absurd. Like it was absolutely absurd. Like there's no reason that should be that good. My monitor maybe can't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. No, I remember that. I remember that. Um, but that, that was because I think they were trying to test cyberpunk and they weren't testing Stadia, but they didn't have anything. There wasn't a capability that's to test on right. it. Yes, so, that's right. Yes, that's right. They had to use their mobile. Because <laughs> well, they didn't have they didn't have broadband or something in their new office or something. They were transferring locations. Or they weren't allowed to go yeah. to the office because it was a <clears throat> COVID lockdown time. Yeah, it was during during lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we've gone. I've I've taken us further down a rabbit hole. Should we end this? Uh, yes. Um, stay tuned, people. We'll be back with more Cowboy Bebop next week. Um, where it's going to get interesting. It's going to start developing backstories for two other characters. When do we get to the bit that disturbed you? I don't know. It's not come up yet. I mean, technically, at the moment, Shit. I can see these couple of episodes and maybe started to put me in a downward spiral. Because they're kind of depressing at the end. Okay. Like, okay. well, this guy's dead. That's a really sad story. Well, this old man died. Awesome. That's really sad because he was, wasn't all there. But it wasn't these Bad. episodes. Okay. Right. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. It's. <laughs> I don't know what episode it is, but yeah, it's it's, it's okay. I don't know. I can can watch it for years. This will be our this will be our forty first episode, fortieth episode. Uh, this one that we're recording now. Yeah. Ooh, almost a year, man. Almost a year, guys. Almost, almost, almost a year. Sorry, apart so from that close. time when we did two episodes a week. Yeah. Oh fuck. That was <laughs> that was harsh. Anyway, guys. Uh, hard, hard, hard times. Yeah, hard times. It's been. Uh, it's been. This is your anime, uh, with your host Colin. Who? <laughs> this is your anime. <laughs> 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 it's a uh, cross between who's your uh, who's your anime. This is your anime. Uh, this is your life. And who's that anime? Uh, yeah. 
Um, so anyway, this has been the Who's That Anime. Oh, we should have called the show. Sorry, we should have called the show Who, Who's Your Anime. So who's your anime? <laughs> <laughs> and what does he do? So you going to you going to spell it U uh, Y O U R, or are you going with the Y O U R apostrophe R E? Who's your anime? Yeah, who's your anime? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, sorry. Go. All right. Anyway, thanks for watching. We're not going to edit it in post. Yep. Thank you. Uh, this has been this. Who's your anime? With your host Steve and Colin. <laughs> I might have got it wrong again. Anyway, um You did. <laughs> this is like these outtakes that you see in shows where they constantly get it wrong. The fact, the fact that it's outtakes in shows and for us is just core part of what we do is I think what makes me, me happier about them doing this at all. Uh, fair enough. Um, okay. It's like we're nearly we're nearly doing this for a year. We still, one, can't get videos out. Two, never know what the name of the show is. Three, never actually talk about anime for the first 20 minutes of the show. <laughs> it's just, it's a total shit show. We can we can start bottling it up. Reeling it in. No, don't. It in. No, let's not. Let's never do that. Never. Let's never do that. Okay, that's fine. Um, take three. Um. All right. This has been who's your who's your anime? No, Fuck it's not it. the name of the show. Done. <laughs> We're done. I can't even remember the show now. Why can't I remember the show? Who's that anime? <laughs> Go in there. All right. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. That was five minutes in. All right. This has been who's that anime? With your host Steve and Colin. Uh, and we've been watching Cowboy Bebop. We'll be back next week with more episodes. Um, yep, we will be back next week with episodes 15 and 16. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you then. Space Cowboys. Yep. See you, comrade. Although, admittedly, I am really excited for the part where we can't even remember our own names. It's going to be tight. That's New Year's special. <laughs> Bye, folks. Bye. <laughs>